This is the Mental Health Revolution. Welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast with Rachel Leah Gerson. Hello and welcome back to the Doorway to Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Leah Gerson, and it is my absolute pleasure to have you here on this beautiful fall day. If, uh, of course, you're listening to this in the middle of October when it is uh, being released here in the middle of October 2021. As many of you know, I just moved um, and I am so grateful to you for your messages and all of your support after having listened to the last episode about connecting with the land. So many of you know how deeply I connected with the land in Ann Arbor and just wow the experience there was so so immense and and um transformative and so i just want to say thank you so much to all of your support many of you have also been reaching out and asking me where did i move to and the answer is nowhere i moved all of my stuff into a storage unit in ann arbor And um, I am currently floating around for the rest of October as I was guided. Um, I am speaking to you from my parents' house up north and here for the week. And then um, I'll be downstate next week, a couple of different places. And then I'm making my way down to North Carolina for a much-needed vacation So stay tuned because I may or may not be releasing a podcast episode that week. I'm still sitting with that. Um, I might be taking the week off completely from the podcast. So if I do that, um, I thank you in advance for your grace. Um, I have not had a vacation in a while, and I think it's important to practice what I preach and um, give myself the time and space to um, fully just be away, be away from work away from um, people and places that otherwise influenced um, my time in Ann Arbor and just really give myself the space to understand fully um, the last year that I embarked on um, because it was it was a really big year a lot of immense things happened and um, Yeah, so I'm just sitting with all of it. I actually even contemplated coming on today and doing a full episode about everything I learned in my my year in Ann Arbor. And I just, I'm so much still um, sitting with all of it and and, um, really trying to let it sink in everything that that happened that um, I'm just not feeling ready for that today. What I am, however, feeling ready for is something that I think is um, going to spark a lot of your interest, specifically being here in the month of October, otherwise known as the witchy season, so to speak. So many of you have been reaching out to me lately about how to enhance your psychic abilities. And so I thought that this was a really, really good, uh, good day to be recording this episode. We're going to go deep and we're going to go far and it's going to This podcast episode is going to be taking you to places that you likely never even considered in terms of deepening your own psychic abilities. So 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out there for those of you who've worked with me and those of you who know me and know my style and know kind of all all the things that I preach this probably isn't going to come as a surprise for you it's probably going to be frustrating for you to hear once again but it's uh, not gonna come as a surprise for you how do you enhance your psychic abilities well it's one phrase know thyself to grow thyself. This is something I've been saying for a long time now. I'm going to keep saying it. And there are obviously different facets of this where psychic abilities are concerned. Um, And the first facet is know what your psychic abilities are. If you don't know what they are, I highly encourage you going back and listening to the episode Psychic Abilities 101. I believe it's episode three of this podcast. So way back in the beginning there. Um, and maybe trying to self-diagnose a little bit, understanding like, oh, okay, I hear things. Maybe I have clairaudience. Oh, okay, I, I feel, uh, I feel things. Um, how do I feel things? Is this clairtangency? Is this clair empathy? Is this clairsentience? Is this claircognizance? You know, those four different feeling types. What, uh, what do, what am I experiencing here? Um, And you can figure that out. Of course, I would also offer to book a session with me and we could do psychic diagnostics, but I am not taking on new clients at the moment. So um, that is something that can be saved for a later date. But for now, you can definitely, and I want to put this power in your hands too, you can definitely discern or begin to discern what psychic abilities you have. And from there, you can also begin to decipher when those psychic abilities are triggered. Maybe you hear things psychically um, every single time that you are getting ready to go to bed, which is actually a very common thing, by the way. Um, Maybe that's when you experience that facet of your psychic ability, or maybe you um, feel emotions really, really, really deeply that are not yours when you are with your partner. Um, and that's the only time you experience that, you know, there are going to be different triggers for different psychic abilities. Um, we're going to have different onsets of psychic experiences at different moments in time, in different places, in different spaces with different people surrounding us or not surrounding us, um, in different moments of planetary, um, movement and etc. You know, I know we're going through all of these retrograde planets that are, most of them are, are coming back into direct motion or already have. Um, and that's, that's been triggering a lot of people's psychic experiences big time. Like I've been having people contact me recently, uh, basically ever since Mercury retro- went retrograde, I've had people contacting me and saying, oh my gosh, Rachel, this is unhinged. I don't understand this. I've never experienced, um, you know, feeling things from other people before. And now it's all of a sudden just like, I, I can't stop and I don't understand this. So that's a correlation to make too. And I just want to invite you to really research yourself and research when are these psychic experiences happening? What do they feel like? Where do you experience them physically in your body? What emotions do they bring up or what emotions trigger them to happen Um, or or both? Um, You know, just really taking a moment and and perhaps you keep a notepad and a pen or some notes on your phone or something. Um, You keep that handy so that you can jot these things down. So that's first. Second, Um, I want to encourage you, as I always do, to know your essence, know what your energy is, right? Because 
if you don't know your own energy, then how are you able to decipher what another person, place, or thing's energy is that's outside of yourself? And this is potentially the most important piece of this work. Because otherwise, this is where the psychic world can become very dangerous. And especially at this time of the year, y'all. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you. There is a very specific thing about um, the time around Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, Samhain, whatever you want to call it. This time of the year is very specifically connected to the spiritual realm. This is very specifically connected to what we call a thinning of the veil. In other words, we're able to reach over to the other side more easily. Um, the space in between dimensions gets closer. That gap gets closed. And so here we are in this time. And many people's psychic abilities are, are so much more accessible. And on top of that, you know, so, so, well, I hear some of you asking, well, why is that, Rachel? And so I'm going to answer this for you. Here is why this time of the year has more of that context than most other times of the year. There are several reasons for this. One is look at what's happening all around us. Of course, in the Northern Hemisphere, right? In the summer, Southern Hemisphere, y'all are, are, um, would be celebrating all of this in, in what would be our springtime, right? In kind of, you know, um, April, May-ish area over there. Um, but here in the Northern Hemisphere, um, this is a time where the leaves are falling off the trees. This is a time when the flowers are scaling back their production and potentially even dying. This is a time when the fungus is blooming for the very final time before it completely decays. Um, fungus already being decaying in and of itself, right? Um, this is a time when we are literally in a death-rebirth cycle. And, you know, I mentioned this April-May time period for folks in the Southern Hemisphere. That actually does go for both hemispheres, right? Because the only other time of the year that's like this would be winter into spring when everything is in its rebirth, when everything is, you know, the winter itself is dying off and the spring is coming to, to bloom, to fruit. Um, and so we're in this moment that feels like the womb. It feels like this cosmic space of everything and nothing at the same time it is it is things that are dying and being reborn all at the same time because in essence that's what death is death is rebirth and rebirth is death something has to die in order for something to be reborn it's it's one in the same they can't go without one another and so Goodness, I'm sorry. If you guys hear me just like making extra sounds with my face today, my allergies are just ridiculous up here right now. So I do, uh, I do appreciate your patience with that. And uh, I, I just wanted to speak that out loud for a moment because I'm getting frustrated by the tickle in my throat. And in fact, I'm going to take a pause here for a moment and then I will come back. So give me one sec here. Oh, goodness. Huh. Thank you for that. Um <laughs> So, so much better. I went and got myself some peppermint tea and uh, 
goodness, I don't know what it is about fall allergies, but my throat just gets so itchy. Um, it's just ridiculous. So here we are. All is good. Very glad to be back. So we were talking about psychic abilities and how best to expand them. And I, what I started saying was, yes, know your abilities, understand how they work, research them, understand what triggers them, what they're associated with, and then really understand yourself, understand your essence. And if you don't know how to do that, I do talk about that on this podcast in multiple episodes. So I highly encourage you to go back through and listen to some of these episodes and really kind of get a feel and a handle for um, what that might look like. So that's number two. Number three is truth. It's truth. Know thyself to grow thyself. When we are honest with ourselves, it takes us into deeper knowing with who we are. When we are honest with ourselves, it takes us into deeper knowing of who we are and therefore of the world without uh, without us, right? Because as within, so without. The world around us, if we're truthful within, we can understand the truth of the world around us. This is where discernment comes into play, which is so, so, so important where psychic abilities and psychic experiences are concerned. It's actually potentially one of the most important things, if not the most important, other than being yourself <laughs> and knowing yourself. But it is part of knowing yourself, right? You can't have discernment if you don't know yourself. So there is that. Um, what is part of this truth? Because I know that that's a vague term. And part of this truth is about allowing yourself to feel. Allowing yourself to feel. Here's the thing. As we come into the psychic world so much of the time with these wide childlike eyes all of these fantasies that we pick up from the media and we're so excited to, you know, go make things fly or find ourselves in Harry Potter land or twitch our noses and wind up somewhere else. And it's great that these, these pieces of media are able to reflect for us the magic that is uh, innately and inherently within us as human beings as life force we have access to magic perhaps it's not that magic but we have access to magic magic that goes perhaps even beyond the scope of those very um very tangible things that don't really even seem to have much purpose to them honestly like when I look back and I reflect on that media it's like what what exactly was the point of being able to make something fly across the room was was there really a point to that no it was just a cool trick it was just something that you know was distracting enough that it grabbed our attention true magic is not distraction true magic takes us deeper and deeper and deeper into connection. Yeah, I just needed to let y'all sit with that one for a moment. True magic takes us deeper into connection. As I said that, I heard a crow squawking out the window. 
I associate crows a lot with magic and connection and community. Crows are able to fly off by themselves. They are also deeply, deeply um, connective animals that form communities amongst themselves. And um, in a lot of lore, the crow is spoken to as being an animal of magic because when you look at a crow, it has one eye that points forward and one eye that points sideways. And so it's said that in, in a lot of different mythologies throughout the world that the crow is able to see into both and well into all of space and time at the same time into the astral and the physical simultaneously and I think as we come into the 5d what we're doing is really bridging that gap so that we can become the crows so that we can see the astral and the physical at the same time because they are inherently one and the same once you start to master both. And that then comes to the next piece of this, which is know thyself to grow thyself, know what it means to be a human being, know what it means to live in a body and to really experience the psychic world in your body. When you are hearing something psychically, what are you feeling physically? When you are seeing something psychically, what are you feeling physically? When you are experiencing something clairsentiently, that's automatically going to be a physical feeling, right? Because you're experiencing energy through the physical. You're experiencing bodily sensation. You're experiencing anxiety in the pit of your stomach or, or hair standing up on arms or chills or whatever it is, right? So we need to really, really understand where the psychic meets the physical. The more that we get into our bodies and really utilize our bodies and the magic of our bodies, the more we're going to begin to understand and experience and enhance our connection with the psychic world and our perceptions thereof. Hmm? But I want to go back to this thing about feeling because I never, never fully fleshed that out for y'all. Um, so what is this thing about feeling? And yes, this physical thing is part of it, but I'm specifically speaking emotionally. Emotions are what bridge the gap between the physical and the astral. Why? Because emotions are something that we can understand. Emotions are something that we can grasp. And yet they're also not completely physical, but they also are because they live in the body. They're this beautiful little amorphous both and thing that happen, right? And the more deeply we allow ourselves to feel, the more it takes us into this space that I like to call the void. The void is another name for the astral. And it's this place where everything and nothing exists at exactly the same time. Again, we're coming into this energy of the fall, this birth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth. It's all happening in one place at the same time simultaneously. All of time and space exist at all of time and space in the void. And also no time and space exist in the void. It's everything 
and nothing at the same time. We have been taught to be deathly afraid of the void. Reason being because we are taught that we have no control in the void. Reason being because we have been taught that having control looks like being able to control everyone and everything around us. But true control is being able to have control over yourself. Because when you have control over yourself, you're then able to set boundaries with yourself and others that then allows you to have control within your relationships. You are not controlling the other person, but you're controlling your boundaries with that person and your reaction to their um, implementation and respect of those boundaries or lack thereof. That's how you have control within your relationships. You have control within your spaces by controlling yourself, right? By saying, okay, this space isn't healthy for me and so I'm going to leave or I am going to shake my body out or I'm going to breathe deeply or I am going to do whatever it needs to do, whatever my body needs to do to regulate my nervous system and come back to a space of homeostasis. You have that control. You have that power. When you control yourself, you can therefore control everything around you without needing to control it. So back to this concept of the void, right? We've been taught to avoid the void. We have been taught to do a void dance. Avoidance. And what do we normally do with our emotions? We don't allow ourselves to feel them. We avoid them. We do an avoidance with our emotions. We're dancing around in this space where we're afraid to lose control. And if you're afraid to lose control with your emotions, it's because you lack self-control. If you lack self-control with your emotions, it's because the work has not fully been done. And I, I don't, I hesitate to say this because I know a lot of you who, who are listening to this, who have done, you've, you've done tremendous, tremendous work on yourselves. And especially where emotions and emotional reaction are concerned. And so I just want to take a moment and actually just applaud you. And let's, let's just take a step back and look at how far you've come and just celebrate that. Like let's, whew, let's take a breath and acknowledge, acknowledge how far you've come. Acknowledge your magic, acknowledge your power, acknowledge your resiliency. Acknowledge how far you've come. Give yourself some love there. Okay, thank you. That needed to happen. That needed to happen. We can't see that we're capable of growth if we don't see how far we've already grown. So that needed to happen. And now we can take a look. Let's take another breath. And now we can take a look at the ways in which we can continue to grow. There's always more that we can grow. So let's talk about this place called the void. The void 
is the place of true psychic space. But we cannot fully get there without fully accessing ourselves, our emotions, our feelings. Unless we get there through other entities. And this is where the psychic world becomes very dangerous, potentially. And I have been witnessing this more and more and more recently because it's how we're taught. And as more people are having psychic awakenings more quickly, as people have had more time on their hands with this whole, you know, pandemic, etc., um, they've had more time on their hands to be able to explore these things what do we do? Well, we're taught by the media that we have to approach the psychic world from a fear-based standpoint for one reason or another, right? Every movie that's out there, every show that's out there, every book that's out there, it always has good and it always has evil. It always has the good people fighting the evil forces. But what if that's not necessary? What if there can just be the people? What if there can just be... Um, you know, the ability to access magic without it having to be to fight evil. Like, what if it can just be to be? We're taught that magic has to be around in order to be able to do something with it. And that's just inaccurate. Magic is just there. Magic is most powerful when it just is. When we're not trying to harness it and control it and do something with it or about it. And of course, magic can be used as a means to, um, you know, be able to fulfill purpose or, um, you know, it's, a, it in of itself is a bridge as well. Right. Um, so, so it, it can help us to get from one place to another, or from one concept to another, or from one idea to another, or from one relationship to another, or from one place inside of ourselves to another. Um, one place of connection to another. But we're not doing something with it in order to get there. We're just allowing. We're just allowing it to be. And so because we're taught that we have to harness in some way, shape, or form, that's when these external control paradigms come in, right? Oh, this magic must be outside of me. I can't possibly have magic inside of me, right? Of course, also bringing up self-esteem issues, self-worth issues. This is the stuff that I was saying at the very beginning of this podcast episode that some of y'all are going to be listening to this and it's going to get too real for you because this is the real stuff, right? I'm not about to be on this podcast saying like, oh yeah, you're going to enhance your psychic abilities by, um, you know, doing this thing and that thing and whatever. And of course I do have the one episode that I put out several months ago um, about enhancing your psychic abilities and six things, six tools you can utilize to do so. And yes, those still stand strong. Those are still truth. Um, but those are all just things you can do. That's not the real true work. The real true work is, well, know thyself to grow thyself or risk symptoms of mental illness. I'm again, like I said earlier, I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you guys. When I was experiencing the height of my bipolar symptoms, especially my mania 
It was because I was reaching outward. I was reaching out to external entities and energies that were not me, that were not Rachel. And they tricked me into thinking, and this is how it always works, they tricked me into thinking that I was more powerful with them. They tricked me into thinking that I had control over them. They tricked me into thinking that with them working with me, I had control over everything and everyone else around me. Where I was lacking control was within myself. I was lacking self-control. I didn't know how to control myself. I didn't know how to have control over myself. And so I lost control completely. And I've been seeing this with clients lately too. People who have come into recent spiritual awakenings or, or recent enhancement of their psychic abilities out of absolutely nowhere. And in order to feel like they have control over them, they're reaching to these external en entities and they are literally, I am literally watching people in session have full-blown schizophrenic or manic episodes or dissociation, major dissociation, because they're completely leaving their bodies to go meet these external forces. And guess what that does? That leaves their bodies wide open for other beings and energies to come inside and take them over. That's how this is working. And if that happens often enough, it can actually rewire the brain. That's the brain's chemical reaction saying, okay, here's a pattern that we're getting used to. All right, brain, here's a pattern that we're getting used to. We're going to uh, just get used to these other beings and energies that are not this person being in their body. And this is how we're going to cope with it. It's like having a, a physical illness in the white blood cell count being up constantly, right? It's just different because it's the brain. It's the brain saying, oh, okay, uh, we're going to have our uh, serotonin receptors uh, work differently now because, um, you know, this is how this is rewiring or, or whatever part of the brain it's be that's being affected. Um, you know, this is, this is the body's reaction to this. And the more that we're able to do this work and say, okie dokie, that is not me and it's not going to have power over me and I know I can't control it because it's not me and the only person I can control is myself, the more that we can begin to rewire some of those patterns in our brain and we can begin to recover from mental illness if that's something that we're suffering from. So I'm hoping that all y'all can see how this comes full circle. I know this probably wasn't the episode that you were anticipating listening to when you saw the clickbait title of Get Major Psychic Abilities or whatever the hell I'm going to um, uh, call this episode by the time that it's released in a few hours here. But, you know, uh, this is the truth. This is the reality of it. So I'm going to recap for you guys at the end here so that there are no mistakes and you have it all in one beautiful little spot. Know thyself to grow thyself. Let's start from the smaller stuff first and get into the bigger stuff. Smaller stuff. 
research your psychic experiences, research your psychic abilities, understand how you are relating to the psychic world. What facets is that information coming from? How are you receiving that information? And where does it get triggered to occur? Is there a pattern that you're finding there? Two, know your own energy, know your essence, and then you'll be able to decipher and discern what energies are yours and which ones are not yours, which is going to ultimately give you more control and more access. Three, know thyself to grow thyself, know your feelings, know your emotions and allow yourself to fully feel. And something I didn't say earlier is how scary that is for people. It's so scary because we're taught we're not supposed to feel our emotions fully. Why? Because it takes us to this, this place of the void. And we are taught to do an avoidance with our emotions because we are avoiding the void. Because the void is a place where we are told we have no control. And so it's scary creation is scary death is scary it's all scary 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 it's not scary if you have control over yourself it's not scary if you are able to feel into your emotions and really anchor them into your body and allow yourself to feel them and if it is scary that's okay too and that's just another emotion that you can feel into, sink into, allow yourself to, to fully access and understand. Or maybe not even understand it, but just, just feel it. Just feel it. Okay, there's that. And then there is the going even deeper. And this last piece I didn't speak about fully, but sitting in the void, allowing yourself to sit in this space of everything and nothing at the same time and just be and surrender and allow. You're not reaching out to the void because that's going out of yourself. No, you're going inward. You're going inward into your whole body. You're going inward and you're finding the void within and you're sinking into that and you're allowing and you're knowing that you have full control over yourself. And the only things that are allowed to touch you are those that you give energetic consent to. Anything else, it doesn't have that consent. And it's not allowed to be there. All right, my loves. I think that's a wrap for this episode. I truly hope that you are enjoying this beautiful October that we're having. And I hope that this episode encourages you to take your work to a deeper space. And some of you might be really triggered by this episode. Some of you guys might be really pissed off by what I had to say. Why? Because the psychic world is a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's ironic. It's ironic because the psychic world is such a place that people go to for avoidance a lot of the time. And in utilizing the astral and the spirit world and our psychic abilities to avoid ourselves, we're actually avoiding true psychic potential, right? It's this full circle thing that happens. It's a beautiful cosmic joke. And I get it because I was there 
spiritual bypassing is real. It's a real thing. But by spiritual bypassing, we are bypassing our spirituality. By spiritual bypassing, we are bypassing our ability to actually experience spirit. I love the irony in this. The universe truly is the most magnificent of writers. <laughs> okay, so on that note, I will see you in two weeks on this podcast, or I will not, depending on uh, how I arrange things around my vacation. So if I'm able to record and schedule a podcast episode before two weeks from now, and I am able to get that up and running, uh, then you will enjoy yourselves a fantastic episode of the Dory to Self podcast. And if not, then this is your episode for October. And I appreciate your grace and understanding on that as I take my space for myself. And I will see you on the flip side of that and on the flip side of my next year of birth. And um, yeah, I'm wishing you guys all the best. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode and you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so via Venmo or Cash App at Dory to Self, or you can do so uh, via DonorBox.org slash Dory to Self. I truly appreciate all the donations that have been coming in. Thank you so, 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 so much to those of you who have supported this podcast. And if you have not been able to support it monetarily, I totally understand that. If you go to iTunes and you leave a five-star review, it does help this podcast to become more easily accessible to the general public, as does sharing on social media. So thank you, thank you, thank you in advance to those of you who have done that or are doing that. It is deeply appreciated. Um, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and leave you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and I am sending you so, so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doorway to Self podcast, for helping to spread psychic education, and for being a part of the mental health revolution. I hope you have received exactly what you needed today for your personal growth, understanding, and healing. For more information on upcoming workshops, retreats, and online events, please go to doorwaytoself.com. Thank you, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Okay, okay, but y'all know I really want to advocate for you doing your own podcast too, so... I guess if you still want to stick around, you can also hear how you can use Anchor to create your own podcast. You're still here? You're still listening? Oh my gosh, I love you.